In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome back to Call Waiting. It's me, your friend, Robin Shawl. I've missed you guys so much. Today's episode is crazy in the name of love. Uh, before I tell you my crazy in the name of love story, I just want to make sure you guys know I'm going on tour this fall. I'm going to Detroit, Seattle, Vancouver, Toronto, San Diego, Phoenix, Atlanta, and New York City. You get your tickets at robinshaw.com. Okay, so crazy in love. Here's the thing. I was thinking about it on my way over here to the Betches studio. I have a million stories where I've done crazy things in love. For example, my ex, this is a few exes ago, I was in my senior year of college, left me alone in his apartment, and I was pretty sure he was cheating on me, so I went through his laptop, and then he came home, and when I was so nervous, I knocked over the laptop, and it broke, and I started barking, because I wanted him to think the dog knocked over the laptop. Oh my gosh, saying that loud, loud makes me think I'm insane. But you know, when you're in love, we do crazy things. But love always starts with a first date, which is why I want to tell you guys, I went on a first date this weekend. If you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you know, I went on two first dates. One was nice. The guy was pleasant, sweet. I mean, I don't think marriage is in our future, but he was, it was lovely. The other date was the most insane situation. And I, I just have to tell you about it. Okay. We met on Hinge. He picked the restaurant and he picked the time. He said six o'clock at this French restaurant wine bar. I go, I'm in the Uber heading there. And remember we're meeting at six at five 58. He sends me a text. He's like, Hey, I just got here. I said, great. I'm three minutes away. I was going to get there one minute after six. He writes, Oh, well, happy hour ends at six. What do you want to drink? I'll put in the order. Now, I've never met this guy. I'm not going to let a guy I don't know have an open drink waiting for me, you know? So I just don't respond. And again, he was like, hey, what do you want to drink? And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be there in 30 seconds. So I get there. He spends the entire time telling me how rich he is, how successful he is, how smart he is. No compliment to me, just how amazing he is. Then he starts telling me how he loves to work out and he has very good side abs. That's right. You heard me. He didn't call my obliques. He said side abs. And I was like, oh, joking around. I was like, oh, what's that? And he's like, you don't know what side abs are? And I was like, I was joking. I just don't have them. And he's like, oh, I have great side abs. You want to see them? I was like, no, I don't want to see your side abs. This is, guys, this is in the restaurant. Well, technically it was outside because in New York City, they have seating now outside, like on the sidewalk slash street. But while he's talking to me about his side abs, right behind me, this crazy person starts like screaming. And so the security of the restaurant, not security, my brother, security of the restaurant starts fighting with this crazy person inches from the back of my head while this asshole of my date is trying to tell me about his side abs. I'm like, do you not see what's happening behind me? So eventually the crazy guy yells to the security guard like, 
fine, punch me in the fucking face. And so I knew I was about to get hit if I stayed like where I was sitting. So I get up going towards side abs guy. He thinks I'm coming to look at his side abs. It was the most ridiculous situation. Then the check comes after an hour and a half of listening how rich and successful he is. The bill comes. He goes, you want to split it? Are you kidding me? What happened to how rich and successful you are? I was like, no, I don't want to split it. I did split it because what am I supposed to say? You can't say no. In high, you know what? I should have said no. I should have said you and your side abs should take this check and shove it. But no, I split it. We split it. And then he goes, I think we should go back to your place. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having no balls to make me split the check? Almost, I almost get smacked by a crazy person slash bouncer. I had to look at this guy's. I didn't actually look at his side abs, but I was almost forced to. And he still thought I was going to sleep with him. And after I did, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I didn't, I didn't. So my point is, crazy in love starts from day one. And I think I went crazy because of this guy's love. So anyway, let's get into let's get into the calls. I am so excited to hear your guys' story. Uh, security? Yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I have a question. Yes. On a first date, have you ever split the check or asked ask the girl to pay? I, I always offer first that I'll pay, and I say, unless you want to split it. I'm so curious. One day we should just open up the lines. I want to hear people's opinion, what their thoughts. I'm sure there are people who are like, no, I want to pay for half. But mm-hmm. I think the guy should, whoever asks out should at least offer. offer. Which I always do. I always offer, and then I say, unless you want to split. Right. <laughs> Here's my dad's card. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you ever done anything like crazy in the name of love? Uh, just, I, I was thinking about. I can only think of one thing I've actually done that's crazy in love thing. What? I uh, I made a mixtape. I know that, that's just I made a mixtape, but it was based on, like using uh, the soundtrack of a movie. But they never made the soundtrack. So what I did was I recorded the TV while it was playing all the songs to make, and then like I had to put it into a computer and make a Wait, CD. That's not no. That's not. That's just being a nice. Boyfriend, that's not crazy in love. Crazy oh, in love is going through someone's computer and then barking like a dog and chewing on the wire so that he thinks that a dog is the one that knocked his computer over, not you. Was there any songs on the. <laughs> what was the movie? Uh, from Justin to Kelly. Okay, now that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now that's insane. <laughs> All right, you ready to open up the lines? Yes. Okay, Robin, we have Dina on the line. Hi, Dina. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to Call Waiting. Thank you very kindly. Okay, so today's topic is crazy in the name of love. So what story do you have for us? Okay, well, it happened a long time ago. And it, it really wasn't my fault, I would say. But it was. Okay. So, my, my, so I had this great boyfriend for four years, loved me. And then comes around this girl, we'll call her Terry Blowman. And she took him away from me. So I, he worked at a hotel and I ride my bike there because I didn't have a car yet. And I tried to seduce him because he got engaged to her, you know, and all that good stuff. And I tried to entice him, and he kept saying no, no, no. So one day, I rode my bicycle in a bikini to his hotel. He worked nights. Okay. And I did the dirty. 
I did the dirty like three times. <laughs> All right, hold on. So he he was dating your best friend during this? Yes. Okay. And then he dumped me. Uh-huh. So he was dating you, dumped you for your best friend, and so then you enticed him with a bikini. On a bike. On a bike? At a hotel. You rode the bike he in the hotel? At a hotel. This was in the 80s, you oh, know? Okay. So I enticed him, and his sister was my best friend. Uh, wait, hold on. So your best friend, so you had two best friends. One was sleeping with him, I the did. other one was his sister. Yeah, the other one, we would hang out together. I didn't know they were doing that hanky-panky. Right. But, so his sister, we'll call her Brenda, and, you know, she said, I got to tell you, my, we'll call him Tom, was, you know, doing it with her. We broke up. I cried and cried and cried because it was four years, and I didn't know this was going on. And so he was working front desk at a hotel, and he worked the night shift, and I kept trying to ride my bike by and talk him out of, you know, marrying this blowman girl. And, you know, he said no. So I thought, okay, I'm going to put on a bikini. I had a hot body then. I don't so much anymore. But I, we went in the back room and we did it three times. Now, after that, did he stay with your with that girl? Yeah, he just said thanks. And then, oh my gosh, no, no question. Did you sleep with him because you wanted to hurt your ex-best friend or because you actually still liked this guy? I really loved him. He you did. Him. Still to this day, I stalk him, and it's been like 30 years. Did he marry your ex-best friend? He did marry her, and his sister was in the wedding, so I went to the church and sat in the parking lot and cried and cried and cried. I tried to crash the um, reception because it was we lived in a small town in Ohio and it was outside. It was just I tried to just be like, hey, Brenda, you know, I just stopped by and, you know, it didn't do any good. But wait, you know how like in movies they say if anyone thinks these two should not get married, you were trying to be that person that goes, I, I reject, not eject, reject, object, object. He needed me. Wow. Oh, you know what? This is the example of crazy in the name of love. You know, it's like when you're so in love with someone or so obsessed with someone, you do crazy things. I still love him. I still love him. He is to this day, my true love. I don't like my husband now. You I, do. At all. <laughs> you no. are a firecracker. I oh. can't stand my husband. <laughs> I could talk to you all day. This is wild. Start writing a book, because I think you can. Yes, and, and if you want to help me, girl, I got stories out the <laughs> wahoo. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on Call Waiting. All righty. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Bye. Oh my God. That was wild. Well, I'm going to pick up my jaw from the floor. (laughs) There's layers. There's so many layers. My favorite line when she's like, oh, my husband, who I don't like very much. Wow. Wow. She was great. You know what this reminded me of? No, this has nothing to do with anything she said, except for the fact when she was saying he worked at a hotel. Do you remember the guy that went crazy in the name of love who worked at the hotel? But like, the uh, not me. He went crazy yes, in love. Yes. Okay, guys. So we had a uh, our cousin's bar mitzvah in California. All right. Bat mitzvah. Our girl, yeah, cousin Rachel. So anyway, the whole my whole family stayed at this hotel. 
We have a big family. The guy who ran the front desk, like the manager of the hotel, was flirting with me the whole week we were weekend we were there. So when we were leaving, my aunt goes up to him and was like, "You should take my." my niece's phone number or AOL because then this is back with like AOL messenger or something Mm -hmm. like that. So he takes it and you know, we're messaging back and forth. And then he sent a gift to my, like a, I don't remember what it was to be honest to my college. And it freaked me out that he found out like, my address and my dorm and everything. I lived off campus, but my address. So I stopped talking to him. He then flew to New York Found out where my dad worked. At the time he worked at the uh, Penn, Empire State Building. Goes to my dad's office, and the secretary was like, "Do you have an appointment?" He was like, uh, "I need to speak to Mr. Shaw." And then the secretary is like, "Is he expecting you?" And he's like, "No, just tell him I'm the manager from the hotel he stayed at in California." He goes in, he sits down with my dad, and my dad's like, uh, "What are you doing here?" And he goes, uh, "Mr. Shaw, I want you know I'm in love with your daughter, and I want to marry her one day." And my dad's like, "Who the fuck are you? Like, what are you doing here?" So then he leaves, and then like two weeks later, he sent to my parents' house two dozen long stem roses with a note that says, if you say yes, I will marry you tomorrow. So then I actually had to call him and be like, if you don't stop, like I'm going to have to press charges or get a restraining order. But I think when you're so in love with someone. Are you justifying this behavior? Yeah, because. Yes, I have. Because when you're you're you're, so in love. When you're so in love with someone. Okay, but security, he met me one weekend. You put a tape recorder (laughs) behind a tube television. You're saying making a a love music tape for your girlfriend is the same as showing up to a girl's father's place of business that you met for one weekend. Okay, no, 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 no. (laughs) You're saying it's the same as sleeping with your high school boyfriend (laughs) the night before his wedding. (laughs) I am a hopeless romantic. Okay, let's let's open up the lines to the next crazy person. All right. (laughs) all of us and I'm the leader of the crazy train today. Okay, Robin, we have Lily on the line. Hi, Lily. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. So today is crazy in the name of love. So what's your story? (laughs) Okay. So this was a long time ago, but starting high school and I went back, I went back home for vacation. And my best friend said to me, you know, there's a guy that I liked for a long time and he had dated someone that he had broken up with. And her idea was that I should become her friend so that she can give me tips and maybe what I should do to get with him. So I did that. The problem was I ended up being friends with her to this very day and I never dated him. Wait, she was helping you get him, but instead of getting him, you stayed friends. You went, you became friends with her. I I became friends with her. Yeah, I feel like this is a story of my life. Is like, <laughs> like even though I, I like did. a guy, I ended up becoming friends with like his sisters or his friends, and then not ending up with the guy. Uh huh. So to today, because I'm still friends with both of them, and my friend always goes, "Oh, how did that guy went? <laughs> it didn't went nowhere." <laughs> Oh my gosh! Because you, I tell him because you made me be friends with his ex, and now she's my friend. Wait, oh, he made you be friends with her? No, my best friend thought that the best idea was for me to friend her, his ex. 
Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. Okay, now I'm on track. Now I'm on track. So your friend said to get to this guy, befriend his girl. His ex-girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend. And so you did that, and so you became friends with the ex-girlfriend and not the guy. Yeah, I never got the guy, because I was like, she was too nice for me to just, like, kind of use her. Right. <laughs> you know? And stuff. Yes. And to this day, it's like, we still get the joke. Like, obviously, today, she knew that I our friendship initiated me thinking I was going to get sick, but... Did you want to date the guy, and he just wasn't having it? Or were you just like, eh? I, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin my friendship with this girl. Well, both because I was scared. I was scared to ask or to see if he even noticed. And I thought, well, if I get some tips on like how she, what he said to her or how he liked her, or whatever, you know, I had a crush on him for so many years. We were like fourteen, and my best friend was like, "Well, why don't you become friends with her? And maybe she'll tell you what." Like the friend that gave you the advice to be friends with her, his ex, gave you terrible advice. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, That's know. Ter- I say this is where this went wrong. Was your friend gave you terrible advice? Now I'm curious if that friend actually had a crush on him and was just trying to get you and the ex out of the way. I don't think so because we all, the three of us, we still friends today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe not. Mm-hmm. And where's the guy? Yeah. And where's the guy? We have no idea. <laughs> You know, it'd be a real funny <laughs> twist if he's gay now. You know, it's just like married to a man happily with. <laughs> Become friends with the three of us. Yeah, exactly. Like the four of you all hang out and go like, you know, <laughs> the Golden Girls, but like a twist, you know. Thank you so much for coming on call waiting. Thank you. Okay, bye. bye. I was so confused. <laughs> but once the story well, came once, sense, once I got, it was... yeah, I needed like a little flow chart because I was like, wait, what? But the okay, why would someone say to get a guy you should date, you should befriend his ex? This is what she said. She said to learn what he likes. But still, oh, oh, no. But here's the thing. In girl code, right? I don't know if this is the same for guys, but in girl code, the second one of my friends has dated a guy, I won't date them. Like, I won't flirt with them. They're like, no longer, like, whatever. I know some women may disagree with me, but let's say Belinda or Regina went out with a guy. All of a sudden, that guy is un touchable to me but she wasn't friends with the ex-girlfriend prior so for her it wasn't a girl code right but then she became friends and then she she followed your rule exactly this is i'm trying to think if that is a good plan to ask someone's ex you know why that is a good because then you can find out the word you know it's so hard like if you're like Okay, if I like someone, if I ask his best friend, oh, tell me about Bob, his best friend's going to be like, oh, Bob is the best. But if I ask his ex, I'll get the red flags right away. Uh, you know what? I actually think that is a good plan. All right. Just don't become friends with them. <laughs> That's where she went wrong. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take another call. Okay, Robin, we have Amy on the phone. Hey, Amy, how are you? Hey, Robin. Welcome to Call Waiting. I am so excited. Right? Isn't this, isn't this so fun? <laughs> um, so today's episode is Crazy in the Name of Love. So what do you have for us? So I was on vacation in the Dominican Republic in 2016. 
um, on the first night, I met a half Chilean, half German man, and we just immediately fell for each other, like hard Robin. Okay. <laughs> we were both vacationing with family, so we would meet up every night, and we would just run wild around the island until the morning. We were driving the security guards insane. (laughs) Halfway through the week, his sister said goodnight to us. She turned around, and she yelled back. She was like, marry my brother. And I was like, yeah, right. Like, can you imagine? That would be insane. So at the end of the week, he told me to wish him happy birthday on Facebook every year, and we said goodbye. I thought it was just this incredible vacation romance, but he ended up calling me 24 hours later from Paris and he said that he wanted to see me again. So we met July 13th and he was in the States by August 23rd. By the end of October, his tourist visa was running out. So we had to either go back and forth between Denver and Berlin or find another solution to be together. And how much time has passed? Like from the time you meet till his visa ran up? Uh, three months. Th- okay. Almost three months. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could feel we were both thinking it, but I was the first one to suggest getting married. <laughs> oh uh, so we sat down. <laughs> we Googled how to get married. That was easy enough. Okay. Then we Googled how to get divorced. You know, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out getting divorced is even easier. Okay. <laughs> we decided to start with getting a marriage license, just knock out the first step, see how we felt. I like told him to put on a nice shirt. We didn't know what was going to happen that day. And we went to the DMV. While the clerk was processing the marriage license, I was just trying to make conversations. So it was like, okay, do, do we go to the courthouse? Do we find a priest? What's next? And she just looked up at us and said, oh, no, honey, you're married. (laughs) And that was it? Yes. Our marriage took seven minutes door to door (laughs) and cost us about 23 bucks. (laughs) And how are you still married? We actually we were married for six years. We just finalized the divorce in June, but it was super amicable. We're close. Wait, it lasted for six years. That's really impressive mm -hmm. after three months. Well, girl, it took three years for us to get him his green card. (laughs) So was he was he here during that three years? Yep. Mm -hmm. He went back to Chile for two months right after we got married because we were super naive about the process super cumbersome. So he went back to Chile. And then once he was able to reenter the country, we started the paperwork and yeah, $15,000 and three years of me financially supporting us completely because he's not allowed to work during the process. He got his green card. Wow. And then, and in total six years, that's, I consider that a success because just think about it, three months of dating and seven minutes of marriage (laughs) and then a six year marriage. I would say like, if you think about it in the grand scheme, because like some people date for, let's say four years, right? And then they, you know, the the wedding is $50,000 and takes a year of planning. And then they live together for about 30, 40 years, right? You did it so much Mm -hmm. shorter. So six years, if you're doing like a a scale, I actually consider that a big success story. Oh, yeah. My parents were thrilled. They want me to, if I ever get remarried, they're like, go to the DMV. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. And look, it all worked out because you you had already Googled how to get a divorce. So you were all set. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were on it. And, you know, everybody talks about finding the love of their life. He was and probably will always be mine. I'm just so grateful to have had the experience. I 
I had the whole spectrum of human emotion through our relationship. And it was one of the greatest gifts of my life. And I I know to never settle for anything less than just that all consuming, powerful love. And, you know, he was instrumental in getting me to just this healthy, happy place and me being able to be the person I am today. And I'm just so grateful for him and the experience and I would do it all over again. I love that. If it's not too much, can I ask why you guys uh, went your separate ways? So, uh, like I said, we went through a lot. Personally, I was just kind of like a dumpster fire when we met. <laughs> he still loved me. Um, and he just was kind of there for me while I worked through whatever I needed to work through. But it was so much and so intense. The green card process, my personal issues, everything that we went through. I mean, I don't see very many people surviving it. And you know, we just decided, okay, we, we hit the roommate phase, that dreaded mm. roommate phase that everyone is afraid of. And we lived like that for a couple of years and we we're like, you know what, it's time to move on. And it was, like I said, we still love each other so much. We're always there for each other. And it was super amicable. You know, it's so funny when I tell people about my ex, cause he's still like, we're so close and we love each other so much. And people are like, well then why aren't you guys together? And I'm like, you know, just cause you love someone and just because you guys care about each other so much doesn't necessarily mean it's right or it's right for right now, you know? So I completely Absolutely. get it. And I say, I agree for those kids listening three months in marry that person for the green card (laughs) (laughs) well it's so funny it's so funny now because so he is now engaged already to a canadian woman and he oh he's racking up those cards (laughs) (laughs) yes um and i am dating a turkish man who's here on asylum (laughs) we were the both you have types and sticking to it we were meant to spend a part of our lives together (laughs) oh my god i love it all right thank you so much for coming on call waiting it was great talking to you absolutely thanks bye it's so funny that they have a type and their type is either help someone get their green card Mm -hmm. or let me get my green card all i'm thinking in my head is someone saying, oh, come on, let's get married. And the other person's going, well, my license doesn't expire for a year, so we can get a two-for-one, we can get the license renewed and the marriage license at the same time. Wait, what? Yes, yes. I bet everyone understood that. And Guys, gonna... please message me if you have any clue. What does a driver's license have to do with? Wait, where do they get married? Oh, at the, the DMV. DMV. Oh, I see what so you're So you saying. can kind of get like, so again, you're... <laughs> Have you ever dated someone out of the country? No, I never dated anyone out of the country. Uh, Other planet, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I don't know. I I don't think she'll care. My mom likes to tell us that she's an alien and not from this planet. And then you giggle, but she doesn't laugh. (laughs) (laughs) She she doesn't. No, she's like, what? I'm an alien. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you believe her? Because sometimes I'll believe her. Yeah, sometimes I will. You know what I think? People are going to, you know what this topic, today's topic is crazy and evil love? I think this episode's so unhinged. It's just <laughs> fucking crazy. Yes. Like I started off crazy and mm-hmm. I feel like after I tell this story, this is going to, so my mom tells us constantly that we're, she's an alien and that an alien implanted her mom with her. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. I guys, there's no joke. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <done>. <laughs> 
And then she puts her thumbs together and she says she could tell the future. Yeah. Uh, people are like, wow, this is, this is a crazy. Are <laughs> oh, you want to do one more call? Let's do one more. All right. Okay, Robin, I have Janet on the line. Hi, Janet. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am well. All right, so today's <laughs> topic so is crazy in the name of love. So paint us a picture. Okay, I'm going to take you back to 2014. I was very married, very six months postpartum after having a baby. <laughs> okay. And I wouldn't say it was the greatest marriage. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I was married to a very lovely human who also just happened to be a drug addict, which is tragic in its own way. But I was lonely, seeking validation, external validation, probably emotional regulation. Also, I had the worst postpartum depression. So I would say I was mentally unwell. Okay. <laughs> That's the backstory. So I got on some like hookup app kind of thing, but it wasn't like a dating app, like a Tinder or something like that. It was like scandalous, sex forward, just not an app. It was on like some sketchy website. That's where I was. That's where I found myself. <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a Craigslist <laughs> typed. It was like Craigslist yeah, kind of, kind of one of the things, but also you're, so you're matching or finding or interacting with people that are nowhere near you, which I found to be the safest way okay. to go about it because I didn't actually want to have like a physical, you know, it was, right. just, it was, it was, <laughs> it was a lot. However, so I was meeting people that were probably in a similar mindset of me and we were married people looking for discreet, non-physical interaction. Okay. And I met this man, lovely man. I was on the West Coast. He was New York based. Couldn't be safer. Couldn't be further away. No one was about to blow up anyone's marriages. Right or wrong, that's where we were. And we met and connected and continued talking for many, many, many years. <laughs> Wow. So this was in 2014. All of that happened. Fast forward. Uh, by 2018, shocker, both of our marriages were ending. Right. So that <laughs> coming. Um, but okay. We didn't talk a lot. <laughs> um, we didn't talk like every single day. There wasn't like a very big emotional component to it. But at one point, we were chatting and we became very like, kind of in this platonic state where we were just like great buddies and we had inside jokes and banter and it was just this thing. And it came up like, Oh yeah, actually, you know, my husband and I are separating. And he was like, Oh, I am also going through a divorce. Cause we would go like months at a time without speaking. And it was like, so both of our marriages kind of unraveled separately at the same time. <laughs> so I had never seen this person ever in my life. He had a business trip coming up, so we figured, okay, this is a neutral location. I had since moved a few times. He was still New York-based. And we, I, like an insane person, flew across the country to a third-party state where neither of us had any <laughs> connections, family, exes, anything like that. Um, 
because he had a work trip that was happening. Yeah. And we have been together since. <laughs> really? Yeah. And this was 2018? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, two, well, 2018 is when the marriages like, fell apart. Okay, and then like our marriages are ending. So 2019 is when we met physically in person for the first time. Wait, how was that? Wait, when you saw him for the first time, what was it like? It was, I was, I mean, like, I was traveling there. I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, like, I'm not going to be what he expected. I'm not going to look like what he expected. What if he doesn't look like, you know, it was like a lot of that. And then when I tell you, like, he met me at the airport. And when we got into the cab to go back to the hotel, I have never been more like calm and sure and secure and safe. Like it was just an immediate like, oh, did you guys kiss? Like, did you kiss right away? No, no. We were very nervous. We were like, it was like being in high school. <laughs> um, but then did you kiss like during that trip? Oh, yeah. <laughs> did, did you did you do that? As soon as we were, we did all of the things. Yeah, as soon as we were in the hotel, like, the door shut, and we just looked at each other. This is such a look. I do not promote, you know, we can't, we can't, you know, no. put a stamp of approval on having emotional affairs, okay? But if you're going to, and then years later meet up in a random state, we want it to be hot. We want it to be sexy. <laughs> we, and so did you do it in a hotel? Yeah, so we had, he booked two hotel rooms just in case we got there, and we were like, eh, this is, this is not it. He's like the most respectable gentleman person. Granted, the, the start to our relationship is wild, but um, we had two hotel rooms that we got. We got there, and as soon as the door shut, it was like, it was game on. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Now, do you guys still live in separate states? Yeah, which I think is what keeps it so great. Yeah, the, look, I did long distance for five years. I think there's something very sexy about having to like, you know, so, not get to see each other every day. Yes, I agree. We have every time we're together, it's vacation sex. It's like holiday, you know, there's like you miss each other and you create yeah. each other. And then we also have probably the best communication I've ever had in a relationship because we're forced to like, we have to talk about everything because we're not just like, sitting on the couch next to no, each other every night and each other. I ha Frank and I, because we were long distance, we would FaceTime two hours every night. So like we would talk mm -hmm. all the time. I remember one time I said to him, I was like, we should role play. Like we don't know each other at a bar. He's like, Robin, we don't know each other. Like we only see each other like <laughs> six times a year. And I was like, oh yeah. You know? yeah. But it's like, that's what makes it so hot. It's like anything you would role play, like that's your actual situation. I love it. Look, I don't even think this was that crazy. I think it was steamy, a little crazy in the start, but, <laughs> and maybe flying to, an, flying to a random state to meet a man, you know, but whatever. Turned out excellent. <laughs> so for this lesson of the call, Find random men on the internet and fly to And it's like the sketchiest site. <laughs> like you have to dig to find these. It's not like an Ashley Madison or anything mainstream. It was like, right. it, when I tell you everyone else on there was like, how we found each other was insane. Because it was like a black hole of so bad. It was so bad. Oh and my gosh. <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, this is right on topic. Uh, thank you so much for coming on Call Waiting and sharing this crazy yet steamy story. Thank you, Robin. Security, do you remember 
there was a time. Are you thinking with with the comedy show? Yes. Okay, guys. And so, the limo and yes. So, this, so I get we get a call. Um, they found my stand up on some site. You know, to book me. They called and they said, uh, "We would like to book you, Robin. It is for a government person. We're going to fly you to DC. An unmarked black car is going to pick you up from the airport and will take you to the event that in the cars where we'll tell you who you'll be performing for." And I was like. Wait, I don't know you, and you just wanted to, you know, fly to mm-hmm. DC, and so then I went. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, everyone who called in. Now for our ending segment, security. Yes. Okay. So p- pitch to me what you wanted to do. I thought we would do TV theme songs where I would sing one, and you'd have to guess what it is, and I'll attempt to do it as well. What does this have to do with crazy in the name of love? It's nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Guys, I want to take you back to April of... <laughs> no, I want to take you back to November 2022 when I came to Betches and I said, I have an idea for a show. It's a call-in show. And then the end segment, security is going to do news and tie in the whole segment. Now we don't even do news and we don't tie in the segment. Hey, listen, if we still had the news, I'd tie it all Wait, in. Wait, I have an idea. I should have ran this by you, but I didn't know that's what we were doing. What? How but you could only do theme songs with the word love in it. Oh, I, is that too hard? I think I can do that. Okay. <laughs> We're both thinking this is the one theme song we know with the word love in it. I feel like this title should just be called Unhinged. I think so. <laughs> this whole episode is unhinged. Wild. Okay. All right. Let's go. Sing the song and I have to guess it. I have to guess the TV show. But it has to have the word love in it. I don't know. Do whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this will be okay. I'll, I'll start with that. Okay. okay. Love and marriage. Oh, love this and is marriage. So easy. Okay. Love and marriage. Yeah. What's the show called? Love and marriage. No. Love, That's with Christina the name. Applegate. Yes, but what's the name of the show? Love and marriage. No, it's not. Why are you looking at because me? Because that's not the name of the show. What is it? Married with children. What did I just say? Love and marriage. That's the name uh, of the song. <laughs> no one's going to believe I'm sober. No one will. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> hey, now you got to give one to me. Okay. Does it have to have the word love in it? I, I'll, I'll allow it okay. that it doesn't need to. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? What? <laughs> Give up? Lost? topic every week make sure you follow me on instagram or tiktok at robin shaw comic if you want to come see me live especially the new york comedy festival this is so exciting go to my website robinshaw.com every week we have a new episode so make sure you're following along so you can call in all right thanks for everyone who called in today uh, 
we have another call. Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge morales Pico. Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge morales Pico. Guest booking by Ali Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296. Batches.